Today, I'm going to talk about boundaries. Boundaries are the challenge of July. So I thought I record a podcast about this subject. And of course, first of all, the question is, what are boundaries? Boundaries are really important for your happiness, for managing your stress, for having the space you need for yourself that people don't overstep, so to say, your red line. And it is personal. So everybody sets its own boundaries. So I can't really tell you where you have to set your boundaries. You really have to feel to think about when you think it is necessary to set a boundary. And concerning a definition of boundaries, personal boundaries are simply the lines we draw for ourselves in terms of our level of comfort around us. So that's really summarised what I said. And that might include physical contact and it might verbal interactions. So if somebody is shouting at you because he thinks you overstepped his boundaries, you might as well set the boundary to tell him off and to go for a walk to come back when he's calmed down and then having a chat. So just to give you an idea what boundaries are, what how they are defined, so to say, and now the question is, of course, how to set boundaries. Well, there is a really frank way to do it. It's just to say no. And depending how strong your opponent is in overstepping and not accepting your boundaries, a boundary, it might need a bit more perseverance, persistence, or other ways to set your boundary. But there are other ways to do it, and these might be actually a bit more successful depending on who you have to tell off. And that is to do it, for example, more diplomatic. You might form it positively. So you're really polite and telling somebody you don't really want it, but you don't really mention that you want it. And if this person is listening well, if this person is paying attention, he or she should already understand that they are now overstepping. So that might be one way of putting it diplomatically. Using the lo- the language of the other person might be actually a quite good way to do it because 
the language the other person uses, him or herself, is the language this person understands most brilliantly because he or she uses it. So that might be a possibility for you to say no in a way that the other person definitely understands you. Another one is you think of the consequences and find arguments of the other side. So when you use arguments, the other person would say and you tell them he will understand because he would have used those. So that will help you definitely that the other side is going to accept your no. But we've got another thing and that is how are you going to keep your boundaries up, so to say. You've set them but of course the other person or the other people will try to knock them down. Well, you've been comfortable with out these boundaries for years and all of a sudden you're coming up with these fancy boundaries. Why are you setting them all of a sudden, perhaps? So the question is, how are you going to keep them? First of all, stay consistent. If this fits. Um, staying con- um, staying consistent means you are repeating them. You are setting them again and again. And, of course, that's not really comfortable for the other person because all of a sudden the other side has to change. The other side has to think of a new solution. For example, you were asked to work in a new project and you said no and your supervisor all of a sudden thinks what's happened to her she's never ever said no she's always said yes I will do it and all of a sudden it doesn't matter how you form it you say no that's strange so this other person will always try to knock down your boundary you know, you stop, but you're doing it perhaps because something changed in your private life. Imagine one of your parents got ill and now you don't have the time and the energy as you used to have at work. So that means you have to set new boundaries to be strong, strong for your parents as well. Because when one parent gets ill, the other one is affected as well. So you will need quite a bit of energy on this side now as well. So, and staying consistent at work might take a lot of energy. But if you want to stay healthy in this situation, it will be the only way to handle it. You might tell your supervisor what's happened, depending on the relationship you've got. But just to tell you, stay consistent 
and you will be more successful. The second thing is, of course, be authentic. Your opinion might change with time. You might even become more strict. For example, if I take the example of your parents, this parent might die. So you can loosen your no and say, okay, I'm going to do it again, or I'm open for new projects, etc., whatever fits. And that's authentic, because the situation with your parents changed. So, as I said, the situation might have changed, the environment, that's just what I mentioned, or your personal development might have taken place in the back. So you might, for example, have found new ways to manage your stress. So, for example, you might have a new assistant looking after your parent that has be- has become ill. So that means... It gives you more free time and that would mean perhaps you can work in the pro in a project even you don't lead it because you're not really there all the time. But you've got a bit more capacity, so you might say I'm going to take over a bit more than I firstly in the first place so to say um said. So that's authentic because the other person you're talking to does not always know what's happened. So don't be surprised if the other person is, so to say, uh, surprised. You are saying yes all of a sudden again or you're even becoming more restricted because the second parent has become ill as well. So I hope that helps you a bit concerning boundaries and I'd be happy to hear from you how you're getting on.